I don't know where you are in life right now or where it is you want to go. But if you are a curious soul like me, I know this about you. You are searching for greatness in life. You desire financial freedom. And you ask yourself daily how you can master success in business without wasting years of your life. On this show, we are going to interview all the leading experts and influencers in the fields of marketing, mindset, and sales to expose all the tips and tricks you need to accelerate your business and amplify your success. My name is Reem Kharbat, and this is the Entrepreneur Accelerator. What's up, my friends? Hey, it's Reem, and welcome back to a new episode of the Entrepreneur Accelerator podcast. I'm super happy that you're here with me today. Happy 4th of July. I hope that you have enjoyed your long holidays. I know that you need it and you deserve it. And I hope that you are back with, you know, full of energy and momentum. And speaking about momentum, I know that, you know, we all want to be high performing in every area of our lives. But the question is, how? And what are the habits that can help you achieve long-term success and vibrant well-being? And no matter what, what's your age or career, strength or personality, so... To become a high performer, you know that you must seek clarity, generate energy, raise necessity, increase productivity, develop influence, demonstrate courage. Have you heard about this before? I'm sure that that you have because we're going to speak about all this and even more with the amazing Randy Garn. And if you don't know who he is, Randy Garn is New York Times bestselling author. He's a passionate serial entrepreneur and he's high performance coach and a partner at High Performance Institute with Brendan Burchard. And he's the co-founder of Prosper. Unbelievable human being. He is amazing. I had amazing time speaking with him and I worked so hard to get him on the show. I was super happy to have him and to speak with him to inspire you and to help you and to motivate you, gain um, the momentum and get all what you need to become high performer. And even we spoke more about uh, uh, return on relationships, which is one of my most favorite uh, topics of all times, to be honest. Um, And I'm sure that uh, you heard me talking a lot about this. So tune in and make sure to listen to the full episode with Randy Garn, the unbelievable Randy Garn. Uh, It's an amazing episode. So please let me know uh, what you think. What is your aha moment or if what are your takeaways from this episode? If you like this episode, please make sure to hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends who need to listen to this and uh, 
write in the comments, uh, leave me a review and let me know what you think. And if there are anything that you want me to cover in future episodes, please, please, please share it with me and let me know. Um, I'll be more than happy to address it for you and to help you. So make sure that you listen to this. And without further ado, let's go ahead and listen to the, uh, the amazing episode with Randy Garn. Enjoy, guys. Randy Garn, thank you so much for being here in the Entrepreneur Accelerator. I'm super happy you can see that. <laughs> Reem, you are amazing. I love it. Thank you so much for such a kind introduction. And, you know, I, after, after everything that I've done, it just, it really comes down to meeting amazing people. I love, honestly, as I go through life, I feel like I just collect friends. Yes. Yes, I'm so happy if you consider me one because I forgot to mention that, guys, Randy is the man who masters the relationships or who masters the art of turning relationships into revenue. Um, the author of The Return on Relationships. So I would love to start talking about that because I, I truly believe that you are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. You are who you surround yourself with. And building and focusing on building relationships is so important. Um, but I would like to tell uh, my audience a little bit about your story and how your father helped you start and think this way. Well, I mean, that's a great question. My, um, you know, it's interesting. I, I did, I grew up on a, I grew up on a cattle ranch. So my father was a cattle rancher and then a horseman, but he was also a football coach. And yeah. so everybody loved my dad. They called him Coach Garn. And my whole life, my father could, would always tell me, he's like, Randy, you can do and be anything that you want to be. Mm. And, you know, I know, and, and I think in this world, a lot of people don't have that kind of a dad. Um, and not everybody is blessed like that. You know, some people grow up in really, really, really tough circumstances. And I just happened to be, I don't know where, but I just happened to be born in a place where my parents were so amazing. And my dad and my mom were so loving and so great. And, you know, I just, I, I can't think of a better childhood. And so I want to be that kind of dad. I want to be that kind of person. You know, he would hold us accountable. And I think mm -hmm. that's the thing. He wasn't it was like love isn't always just about giving your family or your friends or people what they want. Love also is a level of accountability. So we worked our butts off. Like we worked mm -hmm. hard and it wasn't easy. You know, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't, you know, but we didn't know it. But we, you know, we survived, but we had tons of love. And my dad showed us a lot of how to be a good human. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was part of my upbringing. But a lot of that was also like, him teaching me how to treat people and how to treat others. Because I remember uh, you once uh, said, and I read it also in the book, you said that your dad said that if, if he lost everything, money or a job or whatever, but if he still had good friends, he will survive. And uh, it, that's, that's the most important thing. So personal integrity and uh, good friends and relationships is what really matters. And I love that. In, in your book, you mentioned that at least you can start by 
making a list of 25 people that you want to, to surround yourself with. Can you just l- tell us a little bit more about this? How can we yeah. invest more in relationships? What does it mean? You know, it's, it actually, and I pivoted with this probably, I don't know, when, when we would go out to the ranch and everything, we'd listen to Jim Rohn, we'd listen to Zig Ziglar, we'd listen to mm. all of the greats. And one of the things that I remember them saying is, you know, you have a business strategy, you have a business for your life, you have a strategy for who you want to marry. And, mm. but do you have a, do you have a strategy for around the people that you want to be around? Do you have a strategy for the people that inspire you? Do you have a strategy for getting to know them? Um, I changed that probably when I was in my, probably when I was in, when I was in college, I changed that to really understand what it meant to build deep, meaningful relationships. So I made, I made a list of the 25 people that I wanted to get to know. Mm. And that things in life don't happen by happenstance. A lot of people that I know are just be like, dude, I'll never know them. I'll never meet them. And, mm, but what if you have a strategy to be able to serve them? And I always say, you got to, you know, serve before you sell or find mm-hmm. out how to, how to get to know them. And so I think it's really important that I always have my clients or, you know, if I'm coaching somebody or working with somebody, like who are the top five people that will move the needle for you and write them mm-hmm. down and how do, you, how do you get to know them? But mm. I think you have to have a strategy around the relationships that you form. That is the highest form of capital. I can relate to that by, um, there's one sentence that um, Tony Robbins said, which is, uh, stand on the shoulders of the giants. Maybe it's not right. the same, but at, at the same time, using other people experience and let's say, uh, Yes, it's like using their experience and making it like part of a vehicle for you to to help you, inspire you, teach you to reach where you want also in in life. Um, I, I really believe, truly believe in that. And uh, without even reading the book, I I think I find myself sometimes doing the same because I feel that um, working closely with people and um, serving them in the best way will make you feel good about yourself and feel more content and feel that you are doing really good in this life. So it's not just about you. It's about others and helping others and serving others. Um, And it's really, really important um, also how to think about uh, like even not limiting yourself to the people who are just surrounding you and trying to think big and dream big to reach uh, at a to reach in a higher level um, in your way of thinking and in life uh, so you are a managing partner in um, the high performance institute you're a high performance coach why do you believe so much in high performance and what does it mean because i hear so many people talk about that but they cannot identify if they are high performance performers or not so what's the difference who are a high performer a performer well i i mean literally high performance is like are you maximizing who you want to become because you know and i love it you know we're all on the same ocean but we're in different boats right we're in different yeah. ships but are you like if i'm a canoe am i the best canoe i can possibly be if i'm a you know 
it's, it's, are you, are you maximizing the life that you were created to live? And mm. there's certain ways to be really effective and efficient in life. And so we've, we've actually perfected the six habits that are mm. the most important habits. And Brendan spent over $13 million of research, um, University oh. of Pennsylvania. And I mean, there's a lot of data and science that has went behind this because we've taken what a lot of people are just like, you know, whether you call it personal development or self-help, you know, I've been in that my, my whole life um, from when I was young. But it's like, dude, how do I be the highest performing human I possibly mm. can be myself and bless as many other people as possible? And so I think high performance really is like, do you strive to want to be more? Do you want to do more? Do you want to become more? How do, you, how do you show up every single day and be fulfilled? High performance is hard, but you know mm. what? So is being low performance is hard. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't know about other people, but for me at least, the minute I feel that I'm not achieving or I'm not accomplishing something, um, I start to develop this like a uh, kind of self um, not disrespect, but there is some sort of like, let's say temporary defeat that I feel at certain points. And I have to immediately rise up and motivate myself to feel that I am alive and I am capable of doing things. And I'm not just a number in this world. I don't want to be just a number. And, um, I love that one of the six elements that you have for uh, a high performer is courage. Oh my and gosh. this is weird. Why do you consider courage as part of a high performer or personality? You know, and it is. It's actually number six um, is demonstrate courage is number six. And there's actually a sequence to it as well. You know, number one is seek clarity. You know, number two, generate energy. Number three, increase productivity. You know, number four, mm -hmm. raise necessity. But number, but number six is once you have a really clear up what you want to do and you have clarity, um, you have to have courage to do the things that you are set out to do. And mm -hmm. courage is is not it's, courage is is not being afraid. Courage is being afraid but going anyways. That's what mm -hmm. courage is. It's being scared to death. But you're like, dude, I am going to do this and I'm going to be the best person that I possibly can in my life. And I yeah. don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care what anybody else says. I'm going to be me and I'm going to do the very best version of me. And if you do that, you will find and surround yourself with amazing, amazing people. And so you do have to be courageous. And sometimes being courageous is getting rid of those people in your life that are pulling you down. Um, mm. Sometimes being courageous is finding a new skill set and a new learning new skills and new lessons. And, you know, I, and I love my buddy Trent Shelton. He says, you choose your heart. It's mm. hard not to be courageous. Mm. But dude, if you are courageous, you can accomplish so many great things. But if you're not courageous, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to stay the status quo. And for me, that's unacceptable for me in my life. I've kind of made it all my own personal constitution that I am going to have courage every single day. Wow. And it's like part of your affirmation every day. I know that you love journaling so much. Yeah. And, which is, I'm 
so bad in. We don't have it in the culture. I wish I can learn it one day. I don't know what does it mean to journal even. And I have to develop that habit even more. I got the uh, high performance planner. I got uh, Dean Graziosi's Better Life Journal. And I'm trying to do that. Um, But um, I hope that it will work one day. But I know that one of, as you said, one of the six elements for high performer is to find clarity. And your book, Also Prosper, uh, you talk about the Polaris uh, point. Polaris right? point, yep. So how, seriously, how, and, and I'm asking you because I also need that. And I know so many <laughs> entrepreneurs out there, they need to know that. They need to know where, what is my Polaris point? How can I find clarity on why am I created? Why am I here in this life? How can I find that? I know you have a story about this. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is. I think that this is actually the very most important thing that all of us could do. And I do. I love I love the quote is like, you know, there's two reasons why why we live. You know, there's there's two reasons that are really critical in our lives is the day we were born and the and the and the time and the day we find out why um, we were born. Mm. And it's really, you know, and, and it's, honestly, it is a journey. Um, but seeking clarity and where your Polaris point is, you know, we really call it your Polaris point is your true north. Like, what's mm-hmm. the quickest way to finding out what you were sent here to accomplish and to do? And, you know, I, I actually am. I, I do believe in a greater power. I do believe, and I will share some, some things with you that help me. And maybe it can help some of the listeners today. But I try to create every single day as a new day. And I have a really good strategy for my life. So I've got, you know, I've got my strategy on one page. You know, if I don't, if you mm. don't have your strategy on one page, you don't have a strategy. That's from my, my buddy Tyler Norton um, coined that. And, and he always, and it just stuck with me. I'm like, dude, do I have my personal life strategy on one page? My and personal life. So it's not just business strategy. It's my personal life strategy in one page. Dude, your business is your life. There, mm. For me, there's no delineation. There's no like, oh, you know, when I go home, I'm going to be this kind of person. When I'm at business, I'm going to be this kind of person. No, I am creating a business around the life I want to live. Mm, mm, mm. And yeah, surrounding yeah. myself and using my skill sets and using my competencies and using the things that I do best to be able to create that. So you have to, and I, you know, I think, you know, really put your strategy on one page. But the thing that I do really well that I've, and, and I've gotten better at this as I've aged and, and uh, gotten, gotten wiser and, and been through different, different experiences in life, you know, through different mm-hmm. relationships and through relation, like amazing relationships and some relationship struggles and people treat you sometimes the way that you never thought they would have. So how do you handle that? How do you manage that? For me to have seek clarity and to decrease anxiety and to decrease stress and to improve Mm -hmm. my energy and to improve my courage is I journal every single night. Mm -hmm. And I say, what did I do well today? What did I, what are the five things that I did really, really well today? What are the thing? What are the most important five things I need to do tomorrow? And mm. then the other thing that I started adding on is how did I see the hand of God in my life today? Mm. And I started asking myself that question, 
And I said, dude, I started counting my blessings instead of counting my burdens. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those Which are is, the three things that I do every night. It's, it's exactly maybe what most of the people you said at once also, that probable thinkers who, are, who earns like the least, they focus more on what they don't have or on the bad things that might happen in their life instead of focusing on the good things that happened um, in, in life. So I truly love that. And I think now I can have, like I have the motivation to start doing it and think about it. I have it in here, but when you write something down, like they say, uh, you will never forget uh, what you write. So, um, I I truly love that. Yeah, there's also a tremendous power in taking it from mind to hand to pen, Mm. you know, and it's just, Mm. it's so powerful. And people say like, well, why do I have to write it down? It like, it actually is part of the creative process Mm -hmm. and it also will help you see clarity. And, and I think about that, man, when I, when I write something down, it becomes powerful. Um, you know, and a good example of this is like, do written things matter? Um, I think about books. I think about, you know, I think about my daughter wrote me a little handwritten note the other day that just said, dad, I really, really love you. And I'm grateful for you. Wow. You know, she didn't say that to me. She wrote it down, but she does tell me that. But for some reason, when it was on that note, when it was on that paper, it manifested a feeling to me. And I think when we write things down and when we journal, we will manifest that in our lives and we'll actually start to, that'll start to become a, 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 you know, a part of us. And then I do, I do, once I create that, I actually get on my hands and my knees and I ask, you know, I ask a greater, greater power, dude, is this what I should be doing today? And do I feel good about this? And that, that has made a massive difference. So just make sure I'm staying to myself and staying true. Yeah. yeah. So, Randy, do you think that being a high performer, is it something that we can learn or is it something that it's just inhibited inside you, something inherited? Can I become, if I'm not, can I become a high performer? Oh, 100%. Yes. I mean, you are. I mean, you've been a CFO, you've ran companies. I mean, you're a mom, you're, yes. you are, you are amazing. Like, I hope that everyone someday gets to know you, Reem. I hope Thank that you. everybody will know your heart and the, the power and the struggles that you've been through. You have probably, you've been through probably way more than me. So for me, like you're a high performer and I look to your power and I look to all of the amazing things I, you know, just read some things. And then we talked before just living in Jordan and working in, in the different places you're at, living in Saudi Arabia as a woman and the power yes. that comes from, I mean, you are courageous. You're asking me yeah. how to be courageous. <laughs> like I should be asking you how you have been so courageous in your life. You know, you've seen things, you've been through things that I will never experience. And so you know, I would just say, man, this is why I love doing this is because I learn, I collect friends as I go through life. And you are an amazing, amazing example of for women, for men, for entrepreneurs all over the world with what you're doing. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for all the nice words. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we do things and uh, we don't expect anything in return. We just need to feel that 
again, that we're alive and that we're not just a number. Uh, we want to, we know that life is, is great. And we have, we are, God put us here to, to do amazing things, to help each other and to leave a legacy and not just to be a person that is like idle in this life. I feel that we can do so much more and together we can create really better humanity instead of just focusing on the pandemic. And we did not talk about the pandemic. We'll talk about it a little in, in, a, in a while, but instead of focusing on the pandemic and the fear and the wars and because I've seen it all, to be honest, like being, um, in a country on the border with, with like uh, uh, the most troubled, uh, let's say, area in, in the world. And I worked in Iraq, which is like uh, a war zone. And having, you know, uh, being a girl in, in, in the Middle East and having to fight the society and all the constraints that I had. But at, at the same time, I know that there are so many people out there who maybe everyone thinks that his struggle is like the biggest, you know, but we all can just evolve and grow and do better for this humanity to think about love, to think about serving each other. This is just, um, this is the highest and the biggest thing that everyone can like think of. And I thank you again for, for, for your nice words and for making me feel at least that I did something good. So well, I think a lot of times, you know, like you ask me the question, can, you know, can anybody be a high performer? Can I be a high performer? And resounding as loud as I can and as big as I can, the answer is yes, yes, yes. And we've created a platform for, you know, Brendan is amazing. Do everything that he does. He's just such a good person. He's a good soul. And the thing I love about Brendan is, dude, it is not about him. Like nothing that he does mm -hmm. is about him or for him. He's just, he's all in to change as many lives as he can. And that's why I love being his business partner. And, and you know, Ethan is the same way. And, and I think that as you look at, as you look at high performance, we have a high performance. If you go to highperformanceinstitute.com, mm -hmm. you can go take a free assessment. And then everybody on your call as well can, I'll send you a link and they can get the High Performing Habits book as well for free. And, um, and go take that assessment and find out what are, the six, what are the six habits that I need to improve. And we're actually doing quite a bit in the, in the Middle East. We're, I mean, I've got quite a bit of calls of people that are like, dude, can you guys come over here and can we yes. get some of the training over here? So we're actually doing a lot in the corporate training space as well. And helping companies with how do we be more productive? How do we be more high performing? So mm. you can send out to your group just that website, you know, highperformanceinstitute.com. And there is a free assessment that you can take to see what do I need to improve to be more high performing? Awesome. Love it. I'll have, I have just two questions from one of your biggest fan. And she asked me in specific She's a self-love coach. Her name is Lionella, uh -huh. and she asked me, please ask Randy these questions. So if you don't mind, we'll just, um, I'll ask you those two questions. The first one, uh, in quarantine, it's about quarantine burnout. Uh, okay. Some of her clients, they're struggling because they are overworking to bounce back and get back the pre-pandemic levels. 
They are not in their usual working environment. They don't have the usual warning signs to stop themselves. So is there any particular advice? Yes, there I do. I have particular advice. You, again, this is the importance of journaling and setting boundaries and planning out your day specifically. And I'm actually even saying plan out breaks, plan mm-hmm. out a walk. I mean, you cannot, you high performers, guess what? High performers actually take breaks. You know what's so funny mm-hmm. is that it's actually the opposite. Like I needed a break and I took my daughter and we went fly fishing on Saturday and just got away and we left our technology and mm. you to be a high performer, you have to actually make sure that you're managing your burnout levels mm. and you have to have a pace. Life is a marathon, but there are times in your life where it's a sprint. It is a sprint right now. For me, I've never been busier and I know some of us have. I know that there's people that are working in different work environments at homes. I have six, sets, I have six kids. I have two sets of twins. And so I try right, right now, and this is actually some research as well, is that some research that uh, we've done at High Performance Institute is that you should take a break every 50 minutes. It's like every 52 minutes, you should plan a break. Even if it's like a five-minute break or a 10-minute break, take a breather, you know, reset yourself, make sure that you're on track, and make sure that because that will help you to not make costly mistakes. Does that make sense? If we're, if we're going so hard and you send an email out, like I was going so hard yesterday, I sent the email out to the wrong person. And, oh, well, yeah. and then the, the other guy's like, hey, I never did get your email. I'm like, yes, you did. You got it. And he's like, no, I never did. I'm like, I'm positive I did. And then I look in my send file and I sent it to the wrong Derek, right? Oh, wow. So, yeah. so I was going so hard yesterday and had so much to do that I wasn't high performing. So high performing does not mean that you're just, I mean, killing yourself. It actually means that you're getting the things done that are making a difference, that are moving Mm. the needle. You're being productive, not busy. There's a massive Mm. difference between being, getting things that are productive and just being busy and playing business. Mm. Mm. Productivity is a very, very important subject because with as you know as an entrepreneur you you get overwhelmed easily first of all by the struggles that you face in your business day to day uh being at home sometimes you know because sometimes you will not uh differentiate between office and home if you're working from home and at the same time um having having the you know you need to think as a a marketer as ceo as a salesperson like you do everything by yourself and you you get overwhelmed easily so the burnout is real and it's it gets you sometimes like uh and you feel like you're busy but you're not really achieving or accomplishing anything but you're busy all the time so uh and it affects well, and I, you and personally and affects that, family yeah i think to answer a question plan your day out and make sure you're not only you're planning the most productive functions that you could do along with planning out your breaks so that you can think the other thing that I do to be high productive is, you know, I do, I do stand. I do keep my blood flowing. I do keep my energy high. Um, I know a lot of times in COVID or whatever, like, like even I'm, I'm standing now when mm. I do podcasts and things, because I think it raises my level of energy. Even if it's just a little bit, mm. it can make a big difference. So if you're feeling yourself getting sluggish, 
I always say a lot of times we don't have a time management issue. We have an energy issue. Yes. And so you've got to, you've got to manage, you've got to be able to manage your energy. And if you're exhausted or burnt out, you know, take a quick break and uh, make sure you're putting that in your plan. Love it. Second point. And forgive me for taking so long, but um, Leonella's question is, the coaching landscape will change dramatically due to the pandemic. There will be great opportunities for coaching industry in general. How does high performance uh, or high performer, how can they pivot? And what do they need to add, remove, or focus on in their coaching program programs? Um, that's, I mean, that is a, that is a great question because it, because it is, um, I think you have to get really good at being able to communicate in new methodologies. Um, Mm. you know, I, I'm a very, very social person. I mean, I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm a handshaker, dude. I love people. And so I like, one of my friends is like, Randy, do you feel like you've been cut off at the knees? Like you can't go out and you can't see people and you can't do things, but you have to find, be able to use digital technology more effectively in this, Mm -hmm. in this time than you ever have. And I know you did the KBB program with, with Dean and, and, and uh, Tony, and there's some amazing strategies in that, but I think you need to look at, you know, what, what uh, mediums are you communicating with people on? Um, how are you reaching your audience? How are they finding you? I think you, if, you're, if you're doing the coaching and things like that, I definitely would look into our you know, um, certifi- uh, the, the CHPC certification, high performance coaching certification, mm. which is the best in, in, the, in the world, you know, is it's, it's an amazing program that teaches you how to do that. In fact, Brendan's doing it right now. He's doing five days and we had, you know, we had hundreds of people that were going to be live and he's doing it all I mean, he's going from bell to bell, like literally from seven in the morning till eight o'clock at night, doing a whole week long training on how to be a certified high performance coach. And so um, those are some things that you can look into, continue learning. But I think you need to get really, really super good and super effective at communicating with people through new digital means, Um, Mm -hmm. both marketing, customer acquisition, both training Mm -hmm. and fulfillment, and then also, um, you know, content and delivery. So, Brandy, if, if I'm a coach, let's say I'm a business coach, for example, I teach people how to do business, how to understand business, how to evolve and grow business. But is it is it good for like to, to have a high performance uh, coaching certificate? Anyone can take that certificate like it can be associated with any person or is it just for those who want to become high performance coaches only? Like no, anyone it, can do. it actually, if you honestly, that the program that we have is beneficial for if you are leading people, mm. if you are a manager, if you're a leader, if you're coaching or training, or you have people that report to you, it basically teaches you how to help be a better coach. And, and I, and, mm. and I will, and, and I will say this is that, the, well, one, the coaching industry is exploding, personal development industry is exploding. But also what is exploding is how to be a good leader and how to be a good manager. And a lot of times in life, like it is all leadership. What we teach is leadership development on how to help other people be better. Um, and to do that, you have to be amazing yourself. You know, and I'm, I'm not perfect. I just try to be the best version of me every day. Yeah. But how can I help others? That's hugely satisfying to me. 
is how yeah. can I help another person do more and be more? And so I don't think you need to like want to be a coach or be a mentor or, you know, be a business coach to take the certification. If you're a manager, if you're a CEO, if you're a leader, mm. it is the most powerful program on the planet. I love it. Um, my last question, which is the theme of the show. So I have created this show because me personally, it took me years to figure out how to succeed. Like they say, uh, it took me seven years to become an overnight millionaire, right? So <laughs> it took us a lot because we had to um, succeed, fail, learn, uh, figure out things by ourselves. So this show is to motivate, to teach and to inspire people and to give them, let's say the quickest and the fastest strategies and tips to help them accelerate their business success. What is, in your opinion, the number one tip or strategy that my audience can take right away from you to implement that would help them to accelerate their success? For me, it is, there's a, there's a few things, but I'm going to talk about this one. This is one of the habits, is raise, raise necessity. Because you, mm-hmm. you've got to raise necessity. And what I mean by that is that you have to have goals. You know, I always say that if you don't have your own goals, somebody else will use you for theirs. True. You have to be, you know, I just, I just talked to my, like I have a coach, I have a fitness coach, I have a, I have a business coach, I have a financial coach, but mm. my, I talked just right before you, I talked with my, my uh, fitness coach and we're going to, we're actually going to do a, a Spartan race together. And as soon as it opens up and I'm like, okay, let's get this done. You know, last year I did the half Ironman in Kona in Hawaii. Wow. And I'm, dude, I am not, I'm not like, I'm not a runner. Like if you saw me, I'm like built like a cement, like a cement block. Um, I, I, you have to like set goals that will push you and stretch you to be more. Mm. And so that's what I, that's what we call raise necessity. Mm. And it's like, you know, if I was in a cage with a lion and that lion's coming at me and I've got a whip and I'm like, back, back, get back, you know, and that lion's coming at me, I like my necessity is high, right? Yeah. But guess yeah. how I even increase that? And I think like, dude, what if my family was behind me and my kids were behind me and I had mm. to protect them? Is my necessity going to raise up higher? Yes, 100%. So what do you do to take it a whole nother level in your life that's just be like, if I don't do this today, it will make a difference to who matters. So for me, raising necessity is I always think in my life, who do I have to be a hero for? Who do I have to have courage for? And who do I have to raise up my necessity for much greater than just myself? So think about who you need to be a hero when you're setting your goals to raise necessity. Push yourself. Stretch yourself. That's how you grow. That's how you get better. So that's my, that's my tip. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Uh, to wrap up this episode, if there is just, um, if you can leave us with one word to uh, our listeners and where can they find you to know more about Randy, about uh, the return on relationships and high performance, where can people find you? Yeah, they can just go to Randy at Rand. You can go to randygarn.com and uh, find it there. And you can also find more out on highperformanceinstitute.com and, and what we're doing. Um, so 
You know, I think I, so be happy to, you can find me there and reach out there and, and you can get the, uh, the ebook that we have on return on relationships and, and you can go take that assessment as well on, on, uh, at high performance Institute. So my last tip is, is don't be grumpy. <laughs> like, no, I mean, it is, there is some hard stuff and I know that things are crazy, but I, there is just, there is such joy in every day. And I think that trying to find that joy and trying to find that happiness today, think of all of the things that in your life that are amazing and try not to think about, you know, and I always say, you know, count your, count your blessings, not your burdens. So do everything they can to not be grumpy, to be happy. People will want to be, people do not want to be around people that are in bad moods and are grumpy and I don't ever, I don't watch the news. I check the news. I don't sit there and watch it mm -hmm. because I just try to keep myself in a place where I'm going to create my life and I'm going to have joy in my heart and I'm going to have joy in my head. I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be a better, I'm going to be a better father and I'm going to be a better businessman if I'm happy. So try not to be grumpy and try to find those things that bring you the most joy in your life. But Randy Garn, thank you so much for being here one more time in the Entrepreneur Accelerator. It was a pleasure. I appreciate you. Thank you. And Reem, you are amazing. Keep going. Keep sharing, you, you know, your beautiful message. And I'm just, uh, I'm thankful for you today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you liked today's episode, would you please take a minute to rate and review my show? That would mean the world to me. And let me know if you have any questions in mind or something that you're struggling with so I can cover in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out. Let's accelerate your success together. And remember, success is not an accident. Success is a choice. See you next time.